Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where each week you will hear topics related to women of faith and entrepreneurship who are cultivating lives of impact that will one day lead to a legacy. My name is Shelley Tyson, and I will be your host each week as we chat with other women who are navigating business, faith, parenthood, and a lot of other topics that relate to building lives that glorify God and serve others abundantly. I hope you enjoy today's episode and are encouraged as you intentionally choose to live a life of impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cultivate Legacy Podcast. My name is Shelly Tyson. I'm your host today, and I'm excited to introduce a new friend that I randomly connected with on Instagram. And I say random. I truly do not believe it is random. I believe that God uses even social media to connect to us with others in the world who are doing his work, who are doing good work and serving others in the lanes that he's called them to. And Ren Robbins is one of those incredible people. Ren is a podcast coach. She is an expert on all things podcasts. So I'm excited to dive into this topic today because podcasts are an incredible tool for us to use to be able to serve a wider audience, to be able to really get our message to more people and to truly do that through the method of an, an auditory tool. So Ren, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Sally. This was awesome connecting with you. I remember seeing you on Sarah Motes, a previous guest that you had on, and I saw it on her Insta stories and I followed you and I was like, I need to know Shelly. Like I feel a connection with Shelly. <laughs> and so here we are. Oh my goodness. We are. That's the, <laughs> the incredible thing about social media too. And when I met Ren, I watched several of her reels and I had honestly been thinking about connecting with someone who was a podcast coach. And so the fact that she came across my feed was just such a God connection. And really I connected with you because of the honest way that you talk about podcasts, but also in the way that you make it so easy to understand that starting a podcast and then doing it well is something that's achievable for anyone. And so Ren, I would love for you to introduce how you got into this Have you always been passionate about podcasts and kind of a little bit of the backstory to now what you do in coaching? Oh, I love telling this story and I'm a wife and mom and I used to teach kindergarten. And so I was driving back from kindergarten. I was working part-time. I went from full-time to part-time to stay home with my uh, little toddler at the time. And I remember what road I was on when I was listening to a podcast and I felt God calling me to start a podcast. The only problem was I had no idea how to start a podcast. And so the, the fun, the surprising part, the fun part about it is that I fell in love with podcasting that on that, in that car, on the way home from school one day is where it started. And then I remember driving home and thinking of at least, I think it was like 30, three names of women that I would interview for the friends of a feather podcast. And so it started there. And then I just taught myself during nap time (laughs) of what to do. And I just really had no idea, but I ended up loving it. So that's really the backstory. It was totally a God moment. That's incredible. I mean, for, for God to call you to something that you had no idea how Mm -hmm. to do, and then to obey and do it and find out that it's something that you're passionate about. How cool is that? I think we often think that God calls us to things that we already are aware 
that we're passionate about, but what a cool opportunity to say yes to something and then figure out, wow, this is really what gets me up in the morning and gets me going. So when you first started, you had 33 names, which is incredible. Did you just jump feet first in and say, I'm going to interview someone every week for the next however long? Like, how did you, how did you go about the practical side of starting? Yeah, that's a great idea because I had the idea I think it was probably fall of 2015. I am coming on the six year anniversary, which would have started it in April, 2016. So there were a lot of months of research. I remember being at the kitchen table, researching all the things. And so I remember God calling me, yes, to start a podcast. And I wrote down all the names and then I was really timid. I know people look at me and are like, really, Ren, were you timid? I'm like, yes, I was. And I was timid in that. And so I was like, well, I'm going to post one a month. I can do one every four weeks. And so it was as if I was saying, Lord, I'll obey you one fourth of the time. Mm. (laughs) And then about a few months went by and then I said, okay, I knew he was impressing upon my heart. You can do two a Oh, a month, Ren. You can do two. So I did two. And then I was like, okay, I'm I'm obeying half of the time. And then I really, a few minutes went by past then. And then I realized he was calling me to do this every single week. And so that's kind of how I didn't, I jumped in with both feet with the learning of it, but not really the carrying out the whole podcast, the episodes until uh, a few months into it. And was it just the technical side that you felt like was holding you back from doing it more? Or was it that you just were just kind of figuring it out as you went along? Yeah, I really was scared to share my voice. Like I was terrified that I was going to say something uh, that was not biblical. (laughs) I was so scared that I was stepping out into this territory that I knew nothing about. On one hand, I was so excited and passionate about it and I knew I was called to do it. But on the other hand, I let fear hold me back a lot of that. And those months leading up to doing for a month, I really let fear intersect um, into, I know what God was calling me to do. I'm assuming that, you know, once you got past that fear, it hasn't returned, right? I mean, one and done, and you don't ever have to deal with that again, right? Uh Nice try, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nice try. And then you come, you know, four years into it in 2020, then I realized God was calling me to start a business and be a podcast coach. And so I, I resisted against that too, as fear was a, a big part of me not stepping over that. So that's what I love even more now is because I get to encourage women. I get to pull women alongside me to journey with me. And then I am really coaching them in yes, the technical aspects and yes, how to podcast, but really is stepping over that fear and doing it anyway. Hmm. That is so good because I think a lot of times we think we have to be past something before we reach behind. And the reality is it can be so much more powerful if you're walking through something similarly, maybe two or three steps ahead, but then realizing there is someone right there behind you that needs just that helping hand to just guide them over. And how much fun is it to do this together? I mean, I think that's why you and I connected so much. There was this like-mindedness that makes it so much more incredible to jump off the cliff and walk obediently in these areas that God has called us to and realize that you don't have to be an expert. It's part of the process of learning along the way. 
And that's the most exciting thing about it. So when you started through pushing past this fear, doing it scared, what were some areas that you really began to see God's faithfulness, both when you started the podcast and then when you started coaching? You know, I love that he called me to start the Friends of a Feather podcast where I was able to interview in real life friends. And then it ended up where I was able to interview people online that I had never met in real life. Some New York Times bestselling authors, people that I had met through friends. And so those connections. So I was able to do that. And I just love that he 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 called me to do that six years ago. And I didn't really know why I didn't know how, honestly, like Google, (laughs) there were, there was a lot of Google, a lot of waste of time, but I love that, you know, it was for, to have a kingdom impact, Uh, not knowing how, not knowing why, but knowing that there is a kingdom impact. And then to four years later, have the business come from all of my learning, all of my kitchen table, you know, crying in my sweet tea, like, like that has now formed into my business. And so I, I wanted other people not to struggle the way I did. And then I'm continually making a kingdom impact. And so I think that's really important to see the faithfulness of God. And when you, you know, when I see somebody launch their podcast, or relaunch it if they have have one or put strategy into it that helps their business thrive. I love seeing that because they're really stepping across that fear threshold and they're overcoming their doubts and they're sharing their God-given message, the message that God has given them. And they're impacting others on a daily basis. And so it's helpful for me because I see that I get to be a part of that. I'm reading Pam Tebow's Ripple Effects book. And it is incredible because you don't have to be this huge influential, you know, influencer, like we say, but if, you know, you can be your influence, the influence for your family, you know, when you are at home with your kids, you are an influence on them. You're making a kingdom impact on them. If you are a podcast coach and you are creating that ripple effect where I'm training people how to share their God-given message and think of all the people that are being impacted every single day from their podcast. And it's so, it's just a, it's a great thing. It's just so neat. You know, I, I went through experiencing God as a, as a teenager uh, in the Bible study of where God is at work. You just have to jump in on where he is and, and go, go with God. And so I love seeing the faithfulness of God that we get to be a part of this. I get to do this. Like I am pinching myself. I'm living a dream. So when I see that God is just, he just blows me away. He's so incredibly faithful. So incredibly faithful. And doesn't it take a lot of the pressure off of you have to do this perfectly, or you have to make it look a certain way when you realize it's not on you. It is your job to show up, to become as equipped as you can for the work that he is already doing. And he is the master craftsman doing the work through us. And so we don't have to worry about the results, which is so freeing. And as women of faith, I think should be even more reason for us to be willing to jump off the cliff because it isn't all up to us. So I'm curious as you started your podcast, then the coaching began to come and we talked about some of the challenges. 
Do you ever consider what might happen if podcasting suddenly disappears? Because we know that the online world is constantly changing. I mean, everything, even in the last two years, if you're listening to this in 2022 has drastically changed. Do you ever consider what you might do if podcasting were to shift or not become as popular as it is right now? I love this question. I I literally wrote in my notes, this is an excellent question. All your questions are great. When I have listened to you on your podcast, your questions, your interview skills are like out of sight. You're amazing. And so I love this question. And I don't think podcasting is going away at all. But if it does, I think more importantly, I know God's at the center of my business. And so whatever he wants for me and for my business, he's going to lead me. He's going to direct me. He's going to guide me into where he wants me. I'd love that I'm able to serve podcasters in many ways. I help them start their podcast, relaunch their podcast, give them strategy for their podcast, help them. I do a podcast audit to give them helpful uh, strategies so that they'll know how to go forward with their podcast. But I also help them create Instagram reels for their podcast. So it's funny how you look back. And when I taught kindergarten, every year we would do this dub smash lip dub kind of fun thing that everybody used to do in the early, I guess, the early 2010s. (laughs) And uh, we would do it and we would do it like we did it to Party in the USA or whatever. And we're all mouthing words and everybody went around the school with the video and did all that. And then seven years later, I'm like, Oh, that's why I like Instagram reels. Oh, okay. That's making sense now. And so it's so cool that, you know, you can, man, God is so awesome because he can, can do something years ago that you're like, why do I love this so much? And now you're like, okay, I get it. So I just think that's, that's cool. So God's going to lead me in that. And um, it's exciting because you never know what God is going to bring around the corner for you. I mean, who knew that reels would be so much fun? I mean, who knew? And as an (laughs) aside, if you are listening and you haven't connected with Ren yet on Instagram, just for her reels, promise, go and follow her. That was immediately what caught my attention. And it's funny that you say you, you taught kindergarten because now that makes sense based on just the relatability and the fun and the way that you get attention so quickly on your reels. Now I understand why, because you spent so many years trying to get and keep the attention of kindergartners, which at heart, I think all of us have now developed kindergarten level kind of attention skills, right? So this is just incredible. But as you were talking, I'm reminded of a quote that I read in a book by Bob Goff, probably, I don't know, three or four years ago, which was that nothing is wasted in God's economy. And that is exactly what you're saying is we don't have to sit around wringing our hands, wondering what if I put 24 hours into learning how to do an email sequence when email may disappear tomorrow, guess what? God can still use those skills and turn them into something that is coming down the pipe that you can't even dream up. Who could have even dreamed up reels, but God (laughs) knew that you were going to need that skill. So again, it takes the pressure off and just allows us to work hard at what he's put in front of us to steward it well that day and know that whether or not you see the payoff from it now, it doesn't matter because he can use all of it. So 
you've learned how to do reels. You're equipping podcasters to either launch or relaunch, which I'm really curious about the relaunching aspect. Can you explain a little bit of what that means just for our audience that may not be aware of kind of that lingo? Yeah, absolutely. I had a client last summer. Her name's Jennifer Booth with the Live It Out with the Planning Woman podcast. And we got to actually meet in real life last month. It was amazing. And so she had a podcast in 2018, 2019. And in 2020, she just needed to pause it. She just needed to stop. You know, 2020 was a little crazy for all of us. If you hadn't heard, there was a lot going on. And uh, she paused it. And then about a year later, she wanted to pick it back up. She wanted to relaunch it. So the cool thing, oh, I get so excited and fired up about this is because we met about three different times. We had three sessions in my podcasting program and she started putting the strategy into it and really being specifically strategic about that her podcast was for her business. This is for people to get on your email list. This is for people to hire you as a coach. This is for people to read your articles that you write. And so it was really neat because over 2018, 2019, she had about a little over 9,000 downloads, which is great over two years. That's awesome. She had 9,000 downloads. But then after the, the strategy sessions we worked together on, she relaunched her podcast in September of this past year of 2021. And in the seven months that, that she has, after she relaunched it and learned the tech, the first time she had somebody do the tech for her. And so I walked her through that. Uh, she has over 10,000 downloads in seven months. So the coolest thing is that you know, you look at the past and, and she didn't do anything wrong, but in the relaunch, we were able to work together and put strategy back into it. And so she is seeing more people on her email list. She's seeing more people on social media that she can connect with. She's getting more guest opportunities on other podcasts. And so it's just neat to see, uh, you know, you, I love the data, you know, you have to look about the data. And so all the lives that she is impacting. So now she stands at over 20,000 downloads, 9,000 for the first two years. And then the last seven months, she has over 10,000. And so it's incredible to see her reach and her impact uh, with her relaunch. That is a great explanation. And I think also a great reminder that just because you start and maybe it doesn't go as well as maybe you had hoped that there is nothing that says you can't pivot and just have a fresh start. Again, there, there is no manual of how to do this perfectly. There are certainly ways, to, like you were saying, to strategize and to be able to steward it as, as best you can. And when you think about the real value of the impact, then it makes it so much more serious to take it seriously because it is the opportunity to be a vessel, to be a vehicle for a particular message that who knows how many people need to hear. And goodness knows that is a reason to get in front of a microphone and start sharing your message. And that's actually the perfect segue into the fact that starting a podcast 
is not a one and done. You have to do it perfectly. You have to follow a checklist. You have to do it a certain way for it to be successful. There are definitely strategies and guidelines and checklists and things out there to help you do it well and steward it well. And that is why someone like Ren is so beautiful and such a gift because it really helps you be able to get over some of those hurdles that you can have initially in stewarding this message that God has put on your heart that who knows how many people need to know. And that is the beauty and the gift of podcasting. So Ren, I would love for you to talk a little bit to the person who's out there who doesn't have a podcast yet, who has this lingering thought in the back of their mind that maybe there's something that God has put on their heart that they want to talk about on a podcast, or maybe just they know people that whose voices need to be heard over podcasting. What would you say to them about maybe three things that they can consider in getting started that maybe you wish you had known when you first started, or maybe something that you help your clients with? Oh, this is great. Another great question. Another great question. The first thing I would say is be strategic that time does go into podcasting. You know that, Shelly, but don't just do it just to hear yourself talk, but you have to have a purpose and you have to be strategic about it. So that's number one is be strategic. Number two is tighten up your niche. So it needs to be you need to know who the podcast is for. Who is it going to be for that you are going to serve? So it needs to be just tighten up that niche. And I say having a podcast that is too broad is odd. You know, you don't want it too broad that it serves when you, you've heard that, you know, if it's too broad or if it's, if you're trying to serve everyone, you're serving no one. And so that's number two is tighten up your niche. Number three is get help. Don't waste time Googling it. Don't waste time figuring out what your content should be, get help. And so those three things are what I would say is consider those three things before starting a podcast. I can second those things having kind of fallen into podcasting initially and spending way, way too much valuable time trying to do things that other people like Ren have already sat at their kitchen table and gone to Google university to figure out. (laughs) And looking back on the amount of time that I spent doing those things, I realized that I could have spent that time connecting with the right people to have on the podcast and really allowing God to direct the podcast, as opposed to kind of feeling like I was always just at the last minute, getting things together and spending a lot of time editing and all these types of things. So really lessons learned, but I definitely, definitely second those um, pieces of advice. And I want to just land on that third piece of advice, because honestly, I think that is probably the most valuable one is to get help. It's so difficult for us as multi-passionate women to ask for help, right? We, because we want to be able to do it all. And the reality is God has not gifted us all in all the areas, which is why we have each other. So Ren, for the woman out there who maybe has a podcast that she wants to relaunch, maybe she has one that she just wants to refine and improve, or maybe one that hasn't started yet, how would they get in touch with you and get connected to learn from you? Well, there are three ways, but you can just pick one, pick one, pick your favorite. Okay. So number one is book a call with me. I offer complimentary 20 minute discovery calls where we can talk about what you need and your podcast idea. And if you're, you know, what you're wanting to start out 
with, and if you need help with relaunching or adding strategy to it. And so regardless if you work with me or not, I get to share what I can help you with. But regardless if you work with me or not, I will give you your next step. So I will tell you what your next step needs to be from that call. So that's the first way is book a call with me. You can go to Ren robins.com forward slash book a call to get a spot on my calendar. That's W-R-E-N-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com forward slash book a call. So that's the first way. Number two is listen to the Don't Wing It podcast. In October of 2021, I launched my second podcast called Don't Wing It, and it's a podcast about podcasting. And so you can hear tips and tricks and all the things. And, and it's usually a five to eight minute episode. And so you can do that. That's at renrobins.com slash don't wing it. So you can go to that. And then number three is Instagram. You can follow me on Ren Robbins coach on Instagram. And I please say, Hey, in the DMS, I love meeting new people and you can just see, you know, all the fun things. It's just fun to connect with people. So those are the three ways to connect with me on social media past the podcast. I love that. And we will put all of that in the show notes so that regardless of which way you prefer to connect, you can get in touch with Ren just for nothing else to watch her reels. I think I've already plugged that one time, but I want to plug that one more time. But Ren, thank you so much for sharing your expertise, for sharing your heart for this particular way of people being able to share their messages. I'm excited for our audience to connect with you and I'm excited to keep watching your reels. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Shelly. It's been awesome. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer is that this episode today has encouraged you that wherever you are, wherever God has you walking, whatever season you're in, you can make an impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. If you would like to learn more about Cultivate and how you can continue making an impact in your home and in your business, you can check us out at cultivatelegacy.org or follow us on Instagram at cultivate underscore legacy.